Some say, how does the word work for me? How do I get the word to work for me? The people say, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, if you have faith, how do I get my faith to work? How do I get into the place that my faith is working? Is It will always work. The principles of the laws of God, they always work. And it works by fueling it with He said, that word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Glory be to God. We're talking about the place of God's word. Glory be to God. So the word is for doing. It's a book of spiritual instruction for godly living. Godly living is not, is not holiness alone, but walking in the victory that Jesus, you know, wrought for us. He already has won the victory and handed it over for us. He did it on our behalf. Amen. Now the help, the word of God helps us to know God. It helps us to serve, to serve him. And it teaches us how to come to him so that we don't offer strange incense. There is nothing in the Bible that is not significant. Under the Old Testament, we, 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 we read how that some sons of um, um, Aaron offered strange incense before the Lord and God smote them. Hallelujah. And every time people go about trying to do some things that are not right, it creates a problem. But we're in the dispensation of grace and God, having won the victory, is patient with everybody. But not willing, that is patient, not willing that anybody perish. Amen. And so we are able to have opportunity to correct ourselves through reading the word of God. As we look at the word of God, we cause correct. As we look at the word, hallelujah, it helps us to know what pleases God and what does not please God. At least we know that faith pleases God. Hallelujah. Right living pleases God, pleases God. Glory be to God. Doing things God's way. And his ways are not contrary to us who are born again. When you are a new creature, God's ways are your ways, are your natural ways of doing things. Amen. God gave us his word so that we'll stop guessing. You know, sometimes, you know, people are guessing, does he want bulls? Does he want the blood of bulls? Does he want turtle doves? Is that what he wants? What, what does he want, you know? You know, there, you know, there are times when people seem to be on these crossroads and they're like, you know, they start crying all the time. Oh, what do you want from me? Well, you know, what do you expect of me? If you read the word, you won't be saying that. Hallelujah. God's word was given to us to take mystery out of it. To the world, he's still a mystery. To us, he's being revealed. To, to the world, uh, God and immortality is a mystery. To us, he's being revealed. The Bible said that Jesus Christ brought life. All right? He brought 
uh, immortality to light through the gospel. Immortality. God brought it to light through the gospel. Amen. He gave us the message of salvation, of deliverance. Deliverance from everything that the devil is capable of doing or has done. In John chapter 10, verse 10, the scriptures tell us, he said, the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill and to destroy. He said, but I am come that they might have life and might have it more abundantly. They amplified the classic version. He says, and the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life. And have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Amen. And so as we continue in the light, as we continue in the word of God, hallelujah, that life will continue to grow in us and it will overflow. The Bible says, as sin reigned unto death, so will grace through righteousness reign unto life eternal. Amen. And so just as natural as it was for sin, for, 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 for sin to, to, that through the disobedience of one man, sin began to reign. And it reigned until death dawned. You know, it took a long time for the first man to die. He said that much the same, that in the same way, grace is right now reigning in you and I. And it will reign unto eternal life. Until one day, the first man is just going to, you know, say, wow, Jesus came out of the ground. Immortality had swallowed up his body. His body was swallowed up of life. Too much life. Death can't work on it again. Hallelujah. We're going to keep on believing. Believing for new things, big things, better things. Amen. Hallelujah, walking in this realm of life. Amen. The things that make for life. The Bible says to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. We believe for more. We believe for better things. Hallelujah. When you're in trouble, you've got to believe for deliverance. You don't believe that you die in it. You believe you're going to come out of it. Amen. That God who lives forever will deliver you. Amen. You know, sometimes, you know, we were designed for impossible situations. Hallelujah. Faith works best. Where nothing else seems to be there. (laughs) There seems to be no hope. That's where God expects that our faith will come alive. Because that's what makes it supernatural. If all the results we get are the same results that the world has, they they cannot say, how do they believe that you have a God? The scriptures point point us to Christ. In John chapter 5, verse 39, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. They are they that testify of me, and you will not come to me that you might have life. When we come to Jesus, 
we have life. Those of us who have given our life to Christ, we have eternal life. We have eternal life. The God kind of life. Eternal life is not just talking about, you know, living forever. It's the quality of life even here right now. The God kind of life, the way God lives, he has given to us. The scriptures tell us that God has given us all that pertains to life and godliness. How do we know these things? Through the word of God. I know there are times when people, when we are talking about scriptures and we begin to explain the things that God has done, some say, how does the word work for me? How do I get the word to work for me? The people say, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, if you have faith, how do I get my faith to work? How do I get into the place that my faith is working? It will always work. Faith is a law. Faith is a principle. Like gravity is a principle. Faith is a law. It will always work. The principles of the laws of God, they always work. Hallelujah. They always work. And it works by fueling it with the word of God, the promises of God. The things that God has said to us. When we take the things that God has said to us, I remember many years ago, Kenneth Copeland said something, he said that when God gave us his word, God released his faith in his word. God's written word is God's rema to the world, to everyone. That men took the rema of God, the things that a living voice said to them, and wrote it down. So it's living. The Bible says that his word is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, going into the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit, the marrow and the bone, and is a designer of thought and of the intent of the heart. So God's word is alive. It, God has already released him, you know, release his faith with the word. So when you receive the word as you should, it should work. But we have something to do with the word working. Hallelujah. We have something to do about the word so that it works for us. In Jeremiah chapter 4, hallelujah, verse 3, the Bible says to us, it says there, it says, For thus saith the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem, Break up your fallow ground and sow not among thorns. Let's go to the parable of the sower. Amen. I'm looking at Luke chapter 8, verse 4. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon the rock. And as soon as it was sprung up, 
it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And the other fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit a hundredfold. Bare fruit a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that had ears to hear, let him hear. He said this parable and said, Anybody who has ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples asked him, saying, What might this parable be? And he said unto them, He said, Unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. It is given to you to know. Hallelujah. It is given to who? To us, to know. When we explain things out of the word, some people say you can explain it does not mean you know it. Does not mean you have revelation of it. When information comes to you, people say, what do they say? Information is power, right? When somebody gives you information, it is what you do with the information you get that makes all the difference. You're not going to be blaming the person who's bringing the information. Say, even the person giving me the information does not know what he's talking about. When information comes to you, it is what you do with it that matters. That's why Jesus said, he that had ears to hear, let him hear. Amen? Because two people will hear the same things. One person will take it and run with it. Another person will sit down with it and say, we've heard that last Sunday. Let's hear it again next Sunday. And now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. We're coming back to the word, right? The seed that is being sown is what? The word of God. So when the word of God is coming to us, it's coming in seed form. It's a seed that the sower is sowing. As I'm sharing the gospel and the word of God with everyone, I'm sowing. Or the Lord is sowing through me. How do we know that the Lord is sowing through me? All right. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things are of God who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and had given to us the ministry of reconciliation. He said to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation, right? Even the same way, what is he trying to say? In the same way that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself through the sacrifice of the cross, all right? We are being, we are agents. God is in us, all right? Having committed the word of reconciliation to us, sharing it with the world, with everyone. Praise the Lord. So let's go back to Luke and chapter 8. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil, the devil, and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Let's go to look at Matthew chapter 13, verse 19. 
He says, and when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not. So the honors of understanding, is it given to the Lord? You know, God has already to us, it is given to do what? To understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Do you understand? To us it has been given, which means God has made us of quick understanding in the knowledge of God, of his word. Do you understand? It's already in us. We have the seven spirits of God. When you receive the Holy Ghost, the seven spirits of God are in the church. It makes us of quick understanding in the knowledge of God. Meaning that when God says something, he expects that we will understand it. The person that does not understand it, it is your job to do something about it that you may understand. He said, he understandeth it not. Then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received the seed by the wayside. This is he which received seed by the wayside. So it has to do with how a man receives the word. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20, he says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. He says, let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of what? Thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And health to all their flesh. We said to incline means or to attend. All right. Means to what? To listen carefully. To pay attention. To give heed. And to obey. Amen. So all of these things come to play. When the word of God is coming. So what you do with the word. Is your personal thing. Two people will hear the same things. One will take it seriously. Another won't take it seriously. This is what's happening in the kingdom of God. You will, you will a pastor can preach all that you preach, swear, do everything, scream, and go home. People just, is what they want to do, they will do. He that had ears to hear, let him hear. It is our job to make the word work for us. They on, rock, on the rock are they which when they hear receive the word with joy and these have no root which for a while believe in time of temptation fall away. Hallelujah. When they are tempted, they give it up. It didn't work. I thought I was healed. But I, it looks like the symptom just seemed to come back. So, it didn't work. Oh. That's why I don't like all this name it, grab it bunch. What happened? They received the word with joy. But these have no root. And that which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked with cares, riches, 
and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. They go ahead and they choke with what? Cares. I need to pay bills. I need to pay bills. They can't come to church. I need to pay bills. So they are walking around the clock to pay bills. The cares of this life. I have to, I have to, you know, what, you know, I have to, I have to, I have to, you know, I, you know how things are, three jobs. I, you know how things are. I don't have time to go to church. When you are in the presence of God and you're having fellowship all the time with the children of God, you are drawing in the fire. Because there's a lot of praying going on. There's a lot of, you know, dancing and praising God going on. So the anointing, the Bible says when the children of Israel began to sing and to praise God, the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord laid ambushment. God, the angel of the Lord laid ambushment against the Ammonites and the Moabites. And the God comes down and begins to walk and steal the avenger. Finally, but that on good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, they heard it, keep it. They make notes. While you're talking, they're writing it down. They're writing the things that God is saying to them. They're writing it down. If you come half the service, you won't hear all that was said. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing by a living voice. Words spoken by a living voice. That's what Rema is. God's word being spoken to you. You hear the word, you keep it. How do you keep it? Meditating upon it. Talking about it. Discussing it with yourself. Hallelujah. Speaking the word until it dawns on you what you're talking about.